are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All six ranked teams in the Big Ten Conference in action this weekend, including two top 25 matchups on Saturday. Your full weekend preview of Big Ten basketball starts right now on Locked On Big Ten. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, January 15th, and we have five great games of Big Ten hoops scheduled for this weekend, spanning Friday all the way to Sunday, and helping me on this full weekend preview to predict and pick all of it is our good friend jd arlen back on the podcast he is a sports reporter and anchor at wlfi in west lafayette indiana right in the heart of big 10 country he's getting ready for a huge game on this day we are recording thursday the battle of the state of indiana between the purdue boilermakers and the indiana hoosiers so jd a busy man but very in tune with big 10 basketball we are glad to have your expertise back on the locked on big 10 show Hey, I'm happy to be here. Obviously, a big day all around. It's a big weekend, like you said, and uh, a lot of interesting matchups. So really, really excited to preview them with you. Five games of Big Ten basketball this weekend. Unfortunately, two postponements, both Maryland and Nebraska and Michigan State and Indiana postponed this weekend. We hope they are not canceled, so we hope to get them back later in the Big Ten basketball slate. There are 12 teams in the top 60 of the net rankings within the Big Ten. This is the deepest, best conference, in my opinion, in all of college basketball. So J.D. and I are here to preview the five great games that we have. We will go through it as we have the past two weekends in our three categories. The Locked On Lock, the Underdog Special, and then a creative choosing of J.D.'s expertise as there are only five games. So he will take that one. We will react, have some fun to it, give you our picks, predictions, everything against the spread. Some of the lines we have are from our good friends at BetOnline.ag. But because college basketball doesn't release their spreads and totals and such until about 24 hours prior to tip, if you hear us reference the Ken Palm variance, that means we are using Kenneth Pomeroy's lines, the smartest man in all of college basketball, who predicts the outcomes of games, and they are generally within about a point average from what the final Vegas line ends up being. A lot of information to set the stage, and now we ask J.D. Arlen to get us rolling with his locked-on lock for this weekend of Big Ten Basketball. Well, uh, I think you could just take a look down the schedule, and I'm sure you could have predicted me saying this, but uh, a game that I, I think you could really bet the house on is Michigan and Minnesota. Uh, Michigan is rolling. They they obviously had a huge win over Wisconsin uh, this past week, and something that really sticks out to me about the Wolverines is that defense. I mean, they, hmm. you don't have the tallest guys in the Big Ten, but they certainly play like it. Uh, and, and so I, I really think that that's going to – that's going to go just as everybody thinks. Now, of course, I don't want to eat my words here. Minnesota, um, I've known covering Purdue for this long that you never can count out the Golden Gophers. They, uh, you know, they know what they're doing, uh, and they almost play better when they're underestimated. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I don't think this one's going to be a blowout by any sense, uh, but I think the outcome is definitely pretty predictable. The last time these two teams met just over a week ago, Michigan did blow out Minnesota. They won 25-82-57. It's all part of a historic run Michigan is on right now. They are the only team in college basketball history to win three straight games over three ranked opponents by at least 19 points or more. That is what Michigan basketball is doing. And J.D., I want to highlight one of the points you brought up there about Michigan's defense. They have so much talent from Franz Wagner, Isaiah Livers, Hunter Dickinson inside. Really, the guards on the wing can rotate and play against anybody. They switch pretty much every screen, and that allows their defense to be so successful. We saw them really shut down a good Wisconsin team this past Tuesday night, limiting the Badgers to just about 31% shooting from the field. 
Michigan is rolling right now. So I have to ask you, as you have seen Michigan play throughout this Big Ten season, a lot of people are saying they might be the favorites out of the Big Ten Conference now. Do you agree? I disagree. I think Michigan is on a hot streak. They're on a roll. But I, I, I think there's only so much that you can – that you can take from that. Obviously, you said at the beginning of the show, you think the Big Ten Conference is one of the best in college basketball. I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, but I think so much of the Big Ten is about momentum. And right now, Michigan obviously is on a hot streak. And uh, that, you know, the the tank runs out. Eventually, somebody in this league is going to come and, and take it to the Wolverines. Uh, my favorite to make it out of the Big Ten Conference and, and go far is actually Iowa. Uh, I, you know, They've been in the top 10. There's obviously a lot of attention on Luca Garza. Um, but beyond that, they're so deep. They have uh, quite a lot of talent coming off the bench as well. So, yes, it would be apt to pick Michigan to do well this season, but to actually win overall in the Big Ten, I just I don't know if you can make that claim based on what they've done. You could hear it in what J.D. Arland is saying right now, a sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette. We haven't even got to his takes on Purdue basketball yet, but this is why he is such a knowledgeable Big Ten fellow is because he's talking about Michigan, talking about Iowa, giving us his predictions and picks for this weekend of Big Ten basketball. He gave you his locked-on lock, liking Michigan in this Saturday's battle, a top 25 matchup against the 23rd-ranked Golden Gophers, Michigan ranked number seven in the country. I will give you my locked-on lock featuring that other ranked game on Saturday. It is 21st-ranked Ohio State visiting Champaign in the 14th ranked Illinois fighting Illini. As Ken Palm sees it right now, Illinois about a five-point favorite. The over-under totals up there, 147. I still think Illinois, despite the loss to Maryland on this past Sunday, is an elite team. The Maryland loss, inexplicable, really. To be at home over an unranked Maryland team, you would expect a team like Illinois to take care of business in that Sunday matchup. They didn't. They fell. They got upset at home inside their own stadium. But still, Illinois ranks highly in pretty much every metric across the entire country. According to Ken Palm, who I say is the smartest man in all of college hoops, Illinois ranks eighth in his efficiency rankings, ninth in offensive efficiency, 19th in defensive efficiency, 11th in effective field goal percentage, 5th and three-point percentage across the entire country. I could go on for Brad Underwood's team. And then you have an Ohio State team, though, right now, J.D., that's playing very well. They won two straight. Dwayne Washington, in their most recent game against Northwestern on Wednesday night, had 23 points, six of six. They had Michi Johnson coming on, the talented freshman who is apparently LeBron James's nephew. They are not actually related, but he considers LeBron a dear friend of the family because LeBron grew up with Michi Johnson's father. So, Ohio State heads into this game, a top 25 matchup against Illinois, playing some really good basketball. Another stat I want you to pay attention to here, J.D., for this matchup between the Buckeyes and the Illini. Justin Arns, for those Ohio State Buckeyes, has taken 49 field goals this year throughout the early portion of college hoops. Can you guess how many of those 49 field goals have been from beyond the arc? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be quite a bit. It's That's why be- I'm asking you, right? Yeah, yeah I mean – Percentage-wise, I'm going to say somewhere in the upper 70s, maybe 80s. Upper 90s, because out of the 49 field goals he has taken, 48 of them have been from three-point land. He has only attempted one two-point shot so far in all of his action throughout this early portion of the college basketball season. Ohio State's playing really well right now, but I am still very confident in where Illinois is. And as we are seeing across this Big Ten Conference slate, the teams are starting to differentiate a little bit, at least in the tiers of who we expect to be at the top. I am still very high on Illinois. About two and a half weeks ago, I predicted them as the team best 
suited to make a run outside of the Big Ten Conference into the NCAA tournament. If they want to do that, they need to pick up some wins against tough competition in Big Ten play. I like Illinois as my lock-on-lock of this upcoming weekend in Big Ten basketball. J.D., have you seen much from the Fighting Illini that has either given you some cause for concern or leaves you feeling optimistic about where they stand in the Big Ten Conference? Well, when they play Purdue, uh, it gives me some concern for the Boilermakers (laughs) that I'm covering. But uh, we did see uh, a Purdue versus Illinois game happen. It was, you know, obviously it was across state lines. It was in Illinois, so we didn't get to go. But we we saw um, what happened on TV. And and at the end of the day, when you've got a guy like Kofi Coburn, um, you can't go wrong. I think Illinois is, uh, you know, I'm struggling to put it into words, but I I think Illinois – is very impressive um, if they're able to keep their foot on the gas and use some of the guys on their bench. That's where it's really going to come down to it because they do have a lot of bigs and they, they do like to get inside, um, which lends itself to foul trouble. And so I think if they're able to kind of put the put the put it in drive with shooting, uh, they're going to be a lot more successful uh, than even we've seen so far from them. Right. One of the best one-two punches in all of the country with Io DeSumo at the guard spot and Kofi Coburn inside. They need to see some of that depth continue to hit those elite levels if Illinois wants to be a second weekend team in March Madness. And on this full weekend preview of Big Ten basketball with our dear friend J.D. Arlen, a sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette, Indiana, in the heart of Big Ten country, in the heart of where the NCAA tournament will be played this upcoming spring, we may be getting some of our lines based on the predictions from Ken Pomeroy. But there is only one place when the time comes this weekend to actually place your bet and to place it with the best spreads and totals out there. And only one place that we trust here on the Locked On Podcast Network to win you some money. And that place is Bet Online. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. There is one line that we know at the time of this recording heading into this weekend of Big Ten Hoops. It comes up in my underdog special in the following segment, but it is Wisconsin, the ninth-ranked Badgers, on the road in Piscataway, New Jersey, visiting the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. As of right now, Rutgers, a two-point home underdog is that my underdog special i kind of buried the lead there yes it is i gave away the tease regardless you will listen to it and hear the reasons why and then hopefully trust my advice and place some money down on those Rutgers scarlet knights on betonline.ag they also have every spread and total you need for this weekend of nba basketball and nfl divisional playoff weekend anything you need all in one place all at betonline.ag so don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Our goal every day here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast is to make you a smarter, more engaged fan when it comes to Big Ten sports. Our goals on our Friday episode is to make sure you get some winners heading into the weekend of whatever Big Ten sport we are talking about. That is our charge here today and what we are doing in our full weekend preview with J.D. Arlen. And betting on Big Ten basketball and college basketball in general doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to this show, but especially if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Lee has about 
30 years, 40 years of handicapping expertise that he brings into the Locked On Bets podcast each and every day to give you daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers out there. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by our good friends at betonline.ag, wherever it is you get your favorite shows. They give you winners on Locked On Bets. We give you winners for this weekend of Big Ten basketball on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. So those were our locked on locks of the weekend. Now we move to our underdog specials. J.D. Arlen, get us rolling with who you like as the dog this weekend, maybe pulling an upset. I uh, I know that I'm going to take some some strange comments for this one, but hear me out. My hmm. upset watch for this weekend is Northwestern basketball and Iowa. And I know that goes back on what I was just saying. I love Iowa basketball. I think I'm, I'm high on Iowa basketball. I think they're really good. They're number five in the country for a reason. Um, but you've got a Wildcat team that is very hungry. Uh, you know, they, I'm, I have the schedule up here on my uh, computer. And their last win came over Ohio State by one point. And then they're riding into this next game, Northwestern and Iowa, the same matchup uh, that, that is played this weekend. And, you know, they took this huge loss, and that started a, a losing streak for them. So they're eager to get back on top and get back to what they do best, uh, which is pulling some of these upsets. It's kind of the renaissance of Northwestern athletics. We saw it on the football field, uh, and now to have a basketball team that is extremely competitive um, is really something special. So my upset is with Northwestern. For any one specific player, one specific matchup, I can't tell you. But I'm going to tell you that that I think as a team, they're ready to get back in the driver's seat and, and start winning basketball games again. It does feel like quite a long time ago that Northwestern started off Big Ten Conference play this season, a perfect 3-0, and and were at the top of the standings by themselves. They have now lost four straight, and that Iowa loss a few weeks ago started this losing streak, as J.D. Arlen mentioned. As Ken Palm sees it right now, Northwestern being at home, it's only about an eight-point spread. I expect that to be more double digits. So calling it the underdog special, JD's not saying the Wildcats are going to come out and upset the fifth-ranked team in the country on Sunday just because. But as we know, good teams win and great teams cover. So JD Arlen gives you Northwestern as his underdog special of the weekend. My underdog special comes tonight. And this one is provided by our good friends at betonline.ag. We don't need any Ken Palm spread here. We have it from our friends at betonline.ag. So I guess you can say that Big Ten Ben's underdog special of the weekend is sponsored by betonline.ag. As I am talking about ninth-ranked Wisconsin visiting Rutgers, the Scarlet Knights, a two-point home underdog, and they are lethal in the rack. The over-under total is 136. J.D., we talked about it at the top of our conversation. Michigan looked fantastic in the route of Wisconsin this past week. The Badgers looked terrible. So how does Wisconsin respond in this game when it was so ugly against the Wolverines on the road and now facing another tough road test? Wisconsin shot just 31% from the field, 32% from beyond the arc, and they came into the game against Michigan fourth in the country in shooting that three ball at 42.6%. But the good news for Wisconsin fans is that Demetri Trice, one of the best scorers in the Big Ten Conference, is on a tear right now. He had 20 points against Michigan. He is averaging 21.8 points in these previous five games. So he is a bright spot for Wisconsin, even as they fell in the way they did against Michigan this past Wednesday, or Tuesday, rather. But Rutgers is also really struggling at the moment. They have lost three straight. They have lost four or five. So how am I picking Rutgers to pull off the upset on Friday night? Well, I'll tell you why, because Steve Peichel, the head coach of Rutgers basketball, gave us a little glimmer of hope for this upcoming matchup against Wisconsin. Cliff Omarui, the talented stud freshman who has been a huge part of Rutgers' success to start off the year when they started off a perfect 6-0, and 
there is a chance, a small chance, J.D. Arlen, that Cliff Omarui plays and suits up against Wisconsin. He is back at practice doing some drills. It's the first time in over a month that he has been possibly available. The last time he played was on December 20th against Illinois, an impressive Rutgers win that started off and ended their 6-0 start to this college basketball season. I think if Rutgers can be aggressive and Ron Harper Jr., who ranks fourth in the Big Ten Conference in scoring at nearly 20 points a game, can use his athleticism and take it to this Wisconsin defense that is still very good, if Rutgers gets off to a hot start in the first 8, 12 minutes of the game, I like Rutgers being able to pull off the upset, not only just to cover, but to win at home at the rack in my underdog special of the weekend, brought to you by our good friends at betonline.ag. I like that. I, you know, I think when you, you you talk about Wisconsin and you say, you know, they did struggle so much against Michigan, they weren't able to get hot, they weren't able to shoot from beyond the arc, and then look at Michigan and how well they played. It might be somewhat of an anomaly. I mean, Michigan's defense, like we've mentioned, um, has done well uh, against this Badger team. So, can the Rutgers defense even compare to what the display that Michigan put on on Tuesday? I don't know. Um, I like the idea. I mean. Many are saying that the air is kind of out of the bubble for for Rutgers basketball, um, and I know I know you Ben are a, a big proponent of Rutgers athletics. I am. Um, so I, I think that's you know there's some merit to what you're saying, but it's just the Scarlet Knights have a, a tough road ahead of them uh, if they even want to cover. And that's a great point you bring up right there about how will Rutgers defend Wisconsin, who loves to shoot the three, but Rutgers has been prone to getting into foul trouble, at least early on here in Big Ten play. And this Wisconsin team is incredible at shooting from the foul line. Four of their five starters are above 80% in free throw percentage. All five of them shoot at least 76% or better. So if Rutgers gets in foul trouble early on in either half and then allows Wisconsin to go to the line for the plus one or even into the double bonus, that is going to be difficult for Rutgers to stay up. I do love Rutgers, though. I love what Steve Peichel is doing. I think they bounce back. They have a very talented team with guys like Jacob Young, Ron Harper Jr., the senior leadership of Geo Baker. And if they can get the talented big man and Cliff Omarui back, that really takes them to the next level. Mainly, though, J.D., I love Rutgers because every time they win a basketball game, I just want to tweet out my video of Jim Valvano, <laughs> Jim Valvano excuse me, from his SB speech where he says, your family, your religion, and Rutgers basketball. I just want to tweet that out every time Rutgers has a victory. And at least these last three games, I haven't been able to do so, which has been very tough for me. You just got it sitting on tweet deck, ready to go. Yeah, I can see just it. Ready. <laughs> In the drafts, ready to fire as soon as it goes final. Yes. Hopefully for Rutgers fans, it goes that way tonight as they host ninth-ranked Wisconsin. So those are four of the five games of this weekend. One final game to talk about of this Big Ten weekend slate. And who else would we want to end with than when we're talking with J.D. Arlen, the sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette, than with those Purdue Boilermakers? J.D., give it to us. How do you like this game playing out between the Boilers and the Nittany Lions of Penn State? Well, you know, you said to create kind of a third category here. And so if I'm, I'm going to give it a superlative as if it was in a yearbook, I'm going to say most likely to end in a blowout. Uh, Purdue is Purdue is so willing to get back on their home floor. Obviously, they, they were going to play Nebraska here at Mackey Arena, and the night game was stripped from them. They've only played one out of their last five uh, at, at home. We're recording this here on, on a Thursday. You know, they're obviously in action at Assembly Hall. Um, they are so ready to get back on their home floor. And it's so hard for a team that is predominantly led by underclassmen to be on the road for as long as they have. So when they get back here, they get enough sleep, they get enough rest. 
they're going to be ready to go, and they're in full midseason swing, coming off of a huge rivalry game. No matter which way that goes, it kind of starts the the spark plug of this Purdue team, if you will. J.D., Arlen, and my thoughts on these next three days of Big Ten basketball, otherwise known as the weekend of Big Ten hoops. That's all coming up next. I can almost guarantee you that seven Big Ten teams will be playing in the NCAA tournament. I bet that number is closer to like nine or ten by the time we get to this upcoming March in the Big Dance. And although March Madness is a few months away, the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has the first Big Board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State, Jalen Suggs from top-ranked Gonzaga, and Evan Mobley of USC, and plenty more. I bet you there are some Big Ten players on that list as well, like Io DeSumo or Franz Wagner from Michigan. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever it is you get your shows. He has college basketball covered. We have Big Ten basketball covered on our full weekend preview with J.D. Arland. Penn State, on the other hand, has zero momentum. And like we've said, um, this conference all comes down to momentum. And because of how long that Penn State has been out, I just don't know if you can properly bet on the Nittany Lions to, one, start on the road, and two, get back in the groove uh, without even practicing as a team very much. You know, when the first time that they all come together, they're going to be in preparation for this game. They haven't gotten back to basics. They haven't gotten back to what makes them Penn State basketball. And so while they try to search for their identity, the Boilermakers are going to come, and and I believe this is going to be uh, a, a very lopsided scoreboard. Of course, I don't want to eat my words here. Uh, Purdue has struggled, you know, in one thing that I've learned as a Purdue fan for my whole life is that sometimes they win games they shouldn't and they also lose games they shouldn't. Uh, So it's almost, you know, too easy uh, when you put pen to paper of of saying, hey, Purdue's probably going to win this game. But if Penn State can come out, swing early and surprise the Boilermakers, they're at least going to have a dog in the fight. But again, most likely to end in a blowout this Sunday, Purdue versus Penn State. J.D., I love every minute of your answer there. First, with the creative superlative nickname, most likely to end in a blowout, your reasoning behind it, all of it just spot on. And I agree with you. And I think Purdue comes into at least, we are recording right now on Thursday, ahead of the game in the battle of the state of Indiana against the Hoosiers. But Purdue brings some great momentum after the upset win in dramatic fashion over Michigan State this past Friday. So Purdue riding high with there, and Trevion Williams was so impressive in that game. 26 points, nine boards against the Spartans. And Penn Penn State, who was dealing with some COVID issues of their own within their basketball program, hasn't played since December 30th, more than two and a half weeks off. What will that rest versus rust debate be as they get ready to take on Purdue this Sunday? I like it. And mainly, I love the creativity involved right there. Most likely to end in a blowout, one of the best names we have had so far on the Locked On Big Ten Weekend Preview. J.D., let's go back into the past now, just for a moment. As we are recording, it's in the present, but when people listen to this on Friday, what do you think the outcome of the Indiana-Purdue game is on Thursday night at Big Ten Hoops? Oh, man. Oh, man. That's that's a tough one. I I think Purdue um, obviously comes into this game with a a little bit of momentum, and of course, it's it's, they have such drive against Indiana. Indiana is a team that you can't count out because um, this rivalry goes back so long, and I I think that fireworks happen. It's almost impossible to predict this game. Every time it's played, uh, it's impossible to predict. Now, I think something to look out for, and maybe, you know, if you've already watched the game to go back, is how each uh, each team responds to momentum swings without a crowd. Um, I believe th- there was a stat that last time 
Purdue played Indiana at home, uh, Mac Arena was louder than a jet engine on average <laughs> for the entire game. Wow. Uh, and so how are these guys going to be able to, you know, get on runs and watch out for momentum and, and uh, bring their own energy on the bench? That's going to be uh, exciting to look out for. Now, I don't want to get called a homer. Uh, and so I don't, I don't even think I have a prediction for outcome. I, I really think this one's going to come down to the wire. I think overtime's a real possibility. Uh, I think they match up well. You've got a guy like Trace Jackson Davis who can get the, you know, get the rock to the hoop, but then you've also got a heck of a defender in Zach Eady and Travion Williams. Purdue matches up well with their size. They match up well with their shooting. Um, if guys like Brandon Newman can get on a run, if guys like Mason Gillis can get on a run, this Purdue team is hot and there's almost nothing that can stop them. I think we'll see throughout the duration of Big Ten basketball that both Purdue and Indiana are almost two similar teams when it comes to the win-loss column, where they might not have the sexiest records in the world, but I do think they are both two very good basketball teams that I hope can be playing when we get to March in the NCAA tournament, which will be hosted in the entire state of Indiana. I really do believe that Purdue and IU both have a good shot of taking the big dance by the time we get to March. A thing to also note here, the historical significance of this game. Since Matt Painter took over more than a decade ago at the helm of Purdue basketball. IU was just 5-15 all-time against Purdue during that span. Archie Miller on the other side for Indiana, 0-5 in his career when he faces the Purdue Boilermakers. Can they snap that streak tonight? By the time you're listening to this podcast, you will know. Yes, J.D.? Here's one for you, Ben. Uh, I was mm-hmm. a Purdue student. I graduated in May. Um, mine, it's been, as of right now, Thursday, it's been 1,790 days since IU basketball last, last beat uh, Purdue. That is my entire college career. As a mm. student at Purdue, I, I never one time watched a Purdue men's basketball game where IU came out as the victor. Purdue is very attached to that streak, and fans are very attached to that streak. You go on pages on Facebook like Boiler Diehards, uh, Boiler Ball Junkies. There's, there's several uh, fan groups, and they've all changed the name of the group to just 1790, <laughs> which is very confusing for fans on the outside looking in. But um, there is something to be said about that streak, and I, I definitely think Purdue is going to try to protect it. If I saw 1790, I would think back to the year 1790 yeah. since the last time Indiana beat Purdue, but that would still be very impressive. Now, I have to say, this is a great rivalry on the hardwood. One rivalry I hope to join you at soon, J.D. Arlen, and don't think I forgot, was the Arlen family tailgate for the old oak and bucket. Yeah. I hope we get that game next year throughout the Big Ten football season and we can have some fun in West Lafayette or in Bloomington. I'm not sure where the game is scheduled for next year, but I hope we get to that point and we can see the bucket back in action. Hey, man, me too. Uh, we missed out on it this year. Obviously, the first time that's ever happened, but yep. it'll make the next one even sweeter. J.D. Arlen, a sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette, Indiana, keeping you up to date with everything you need to know about Purdue athletics, but also the Big Ten overall, and giving you his expertise for this weekend of Big Ten hoops. J.D., thank you very much for your time. Great stuff as always, my friend. Thank you so much, Ben. So many thanks again to J.D. Arlen for coming on today's episode, a sports reporter and anchor at WLFI in West Lafayette, Indiana. We spoke with J.D. the last time he was on this show, previewing Purdue's football schedule in our schedule breakdowns prior to the Big Ten football season, but he shows you that range of knowledge with his in-depth knowledge of Big Ten basketball as well for our full weekend preview. All six ranked Big Ten teams in action this weekend, five great games, including two top 25 matchups tomorrow on Saturday. First, it's 21st ranked Ohio State visiting 
14th ranked Illinois and then seventh ranked Michigan, who will probably be higher come the end of this weekend on the road in Minneapolis, taking on the 23rd ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers. A great weekend of Big Ten basketball that you are now ready for, ready to place your bets at betonline.ag and win some money as you enjoy your weekend of Big Ten hoops. Coming up on Monday's episode, we will react to all of it, what happened this weekend and what it paints in terms of the overall picture for Big Ten basketball. We are in the thick of the conference slate now, folks. We are excited for Big Ten basketball. College football, now a thing of the past, but college basketball still very much in the present on the top of our minds here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. Your full weekend preview to get you set. And on Monday, a reaction to all that went down from Friday all the way through Sunday. Five great games. Enjoy them all. Enjoy your weekend of Big Ten basketball. And until we speak on Monday, have a splendid weekend. (laughs) 